This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org. Inna alhamdulillah ta'ala nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nastaghfiruh. Wa na'udhu billahi min shururi anfusina wa min sayyati a'malina. Man yahdihillahu falamudillalah wa man yudlil falahadiyalah. Wa ashadu an la ilaha illa Allah wahdahu la sharika lah wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasoolah. يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله تعالى وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار الإمام ابن القيم رحمه الله تعالى mentions in some of his works the issue of the concept and the issue and the concept of the weight of sin the burdensome or the burdened nature and the heaviness of sin. And that is a reality that each and every single one of us knows deep within the recesses of our own hearts. That when we sin and we disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala within our hearts, there is a weight that is attached to that sin, an act of disobedience. That weight makes it more difficult for us than to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is a weight that saps from us the energy of our iman. It is a weight that encourages us then from sin to increase in sin and to perform and commit a sin after another sin. It is the same weight and hardness and, and difficulty that we bear then when it comes to performing acts of worship. When we don't feel khushu', when we don't feel that rise of iman, when we don't feel like that we've benefited from the acts of worship that we do perform when we perform them. That is the weight of sin that is attached to disobedience in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And just as with physical injuries, and a person can't stand or a person can't sit or a person can't make ruku' or sujood, physical injuries over time, they take a toll on our bodies. And unless we take treatment and correct treatment, that small injury or what may be a small injury becomes a very big injury, a long-lasting injury, a bigger issue than how it began. And likewise with the issue of sin. When we sin and we disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it is something which closes our hearts to become hardened. It takes us further away from Allah Azza wa Jal, from the benefits that we should be taking from the acts of worship that we do perform. It takes from us the blessing of Iman that Allah Azza wa Jal has placed within our hearts. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the Quran that from the reasons for which the people of the fire will enter into the fire is that their hearts were engulfed, sealed off. Their hearts were covered because of the sins that they committed. Rather, it was because of the sins that they committed that their hearts were sealed, their hearts were covered. And their sins were the cover of their hearts. And because of those sins and the covering of their hearts, they weren't able to come closer to Allah Azza wa Jal or to worship Him or to gain enough good deeds to earn His mercy subhanahu wa ta'ala. Our Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam explained this concept in the hadith of Abu Huraira radiallahu an, collected by Imam al-Tirmidhi in his jami'ah. The Prophet said sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, إِنَّ الْعَبْدَ إِذَا أَخْطَأَ خَطِيئَةً نُكِتَتْ فِي قَلْبِهِ نُكْتَةٌ سَوْدَاءٌ فَإِذَا هُوَ نَزَعَ وَتَابَ وَاسْتَغْفَرَ سُقِلَ قَلْبُهُ 
ونعاد زيد فيها حتى تعلو قلبه وهو الران الذي ذكر الله عز وجل كلا بران على قلوبهم ما كانوا يكسبون he said sallallahu alayhi wasallam that when a person commits a sin so when we don't pray when we don't give zakah when we lie we cheat we backbite whatever that sin may be a black dot is placed within the heart so if a person stops that sin they turn to allah they make tawbah they ask allah azza wa jalla for his forgiveness that heart is purified when ada but if that person continues or they return to that sin or another sin that dot increases in size and it increases until it becomes and covers the whole heart that is the ran that allah azza wa jalla mentions in the quran kalla barana ala qulubihim ma kanu yaksibun rather it is the covering of the sin upon their hearts because of what they used to do what they used to accomplish that is the the aspect of sin it is that weight of sin that makes it difficult al hasan al basri rahimahullah ta'ala said in the tafsir of this verse he said huwa dhanbu ba'da al dhanb hatta ya'ma al qalb it is sin upon sin until the heart becomes blind until you aren't able to receive uh, goodness or iman until you can't benefit from the acts of worship that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has prescribed for us just so our hearts will become softened. In another hadith, the hadith of Hudayfa radiyallahu an, in Sahih Muslim, the Prophet told us sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, تُعْرَضُ الْفِتَنْ عَلَى الْقُلُوبِ كَالْحَصِيرِ عُودًا عُودًا Trials will come upon the heart of a person just as the twigs or the street rows of a mat are gathered together. Ibn Qayyim rahimahullah ta'ala says the fitan, the trials that we are susceptible to are of two kinds. The first is that which attacks our iman, that which attacks our aqeedah, our belief in Allah. We have doubts in Allah Azza wa Jal. We have doubts on Yawm Al-Qiyamah. We have doubts about the Qur'an or about the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam or different aspects of the Sharia. That is a trial that Allah Azza wa Jal places before us. And the second type is the trial of our desires, the trial of being succumbing to drugs or alcohol or gambling or interest or whatever it may be. Those two trials they come upon us like twigs, branches, street raw, uh, reeds of straw. Each one of them by themselves is only a twig. One twig. Easily you can snap it. Easily you can discard it. Easily you can overlook it. But once you have a number of twigs together and those twigs increase in size, they become a bonfire. That is how sins cast their weight upon our hearts. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, فَإِيُّ قَلْبٍ أُشْرِبَهَا نُكِتَ فِيهِ نُكْتَةٌ سَوْدَا نُكِتَ فِي قَلْبِهِ نُكْتَةٌ سَوْدَا Whosoever succumbs to some of those fitan, those trials, a black dot is placed within their heart. A black dot. وَإِنْ أَنْكَرَهَا وَإِيُّ قَلْبٍ أَنْكَرَهَا نُكِتَتْ فِيهِ نُكْتَةٌ بَيْضَا And whichever heart is able to withstand and reject that fitna, that trial, that temptation of sin, then Allah Azzawajal places a white dot in their heart. حَتَّى تَصِيرَ عَلَىٰ قَلْبَيْنِ Until there are only two types of hearts that you will find amongst people. عَلَىٰ أَبْيَضْ مِثْلِ الصَّفَىٰ فَلَا تَضُرُّهُ فِتْنَةٌ مَدَامَةِ السَّمَاوَاتُ وَالْأَرْضِ The first heart is one that is white and pure. No trial will ever harm it so long as the heavens and the earth continue to stand. That is a heart that knows how to protect itself. It is a heart that knows that even when it sins and succumbs to sin, that weight and burden of sin is so difficult upon it, that that heart and that person is the one who turns back to Allah Azza wa Jal in tawbah, in istighfar, 
That's the heart that knows that they need to keep their heart soft by reading the Quran and making dhikr of Allah Azza wa Jal and attending the salah and seeking knowledge and so on and so forth. That's the first heart. وَالْآخَرُ أَسْوَدُ مُرْبَادًا كَالْكُوزِ مُجَخِيًا He said, and as for the other heart, it is dark and dusty and black and it is like an upturned vessel. Dark and encrusted with dirt because it won't achieve anything good. An upturned vessel because no goodness or iman can stay within it. Just as a cup of water, if you upturn it, no water will stay within it. That is the second type of heart. لا يعرف معروفا ولا ينكر منكرا He knows no good, nor can he reject any evil. إلا ما أشرب من هوا Except for the, for the desires that it succumbs to. Those are the two types of people that our Prophet told us وسلم, about. That weight of sin, that all of us experience, that all of us have within our hearts is not something which we can see with the naked eye. But it is something which we experience. And when you experience within yourself that lack of enthusiasm and motivation to worship Allah, to do acts of good deeds, you find it difficult to pick up the Quran, you find it difficult to pray, you find it difficult to give sadaqah, you find it difficult to do any good deed. And you don't know, and there's no reason for it except that deep heaviness within your heart, that is because of the sins that we have accumulated. And unless we're conscious of that fact and we're wise to it, it will become such a state that it covers the heart and it's difficult then for it to receive any guidance. May Allah Azza wa Jal purify our hearts. May Allah Azza wa Jal forgive our sins. And may Allah Azza wa Jal increase us in Iman. Barakallahu li wa lakum fil Quran wa sunnah. Wa nafa'ani wa yakum bima fihi ma min al-ayati wa al-hikmah. Aqulu qawli hadha wa astaghfirullaha li wa lakum. Wa li jami'i al-muslimina min kulli dhammin fastaghfiruh. Innahu kana ghaffara. بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين ما بعد. When we look at the example of our Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم, we see that the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم would work within his daily routine, acts of worship and things that he would do that would keep his heart soft. And the companions رضي الله عنهم أجمعين they learned that lesson and they took that from the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم. The Prophet ﷺ used to do a number of things that he would build in within his daily routine that if we were to do, not only do they take away that, that weight of sin, that heaviness within the heart, but they extinguish those sins. And Allah tells us that when we make tawbah and we turn to Allah, not only does Allah remove the sin, He changes them into good deeds. إِلَّا مَنْ تَابَ وَآمَنَ وَعَمِلَ عَمَلًا صَالِحًا Except for those who repent and they believe and they do righteous deeds, then Allah will turn for them, for them their evil deeds into good deeds. He turns what is an evil action into the reward of a good deed subhanahu wa ta'ala by His mercy. The Prophet would do three things regularly, each and every single day. The first of them is the recitation of the Qur'an. Reciting the Qur'an and understanding what it is that you're reciting and reciting it often is something which the Prophet ﷺ would do on a daily basis. He would read it himself, he would listen to its recitation from others, and he would study it ﷺ. Ibn Abbas anhuma, when he describes the Prophet ﷺ in the blessed month of Ramadan, he links the generosity of the Prophet ﷺ to his study of the Qur'an with Jibreel ﷺ. He makes a link between the two. And that is not a link that he makes idly, but it is a link that he makes because he understands radiallahu and the connection between those two points. The second thing which the Prophet would build into his daily routine, 
that his tongue would be moist with is the remembrance of Allah. From saying subhanallah to alhamdulillah to praising Allah to making istighfar to turning to Allah azza wa jal, all of that was something which the Prophet وسلم, would do. And we've all heard a hadith of how many times he would say astaghfirullah in a single sitting or a single day. Because those small deeds that we are sometimes insusceptible to, sometimes they come upon us without realizing, one of the greatest ways to remove them is by keeping your tongue moist with the remembrance of Allah Azza wa Jal. And number three is the adhkar that he would make, the prescribed adhkar of the morning and the evening and after the congregation of prayers, the salawat, and he would enter his house or leave his house or enter the masjid or leave the masjid sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Those adhkar are there to protect you and to give you that type of shield against shaitan and against the trials and the tests and the temptations that are in this dunya. If we realize the weight of sin within our hearts and we understand what it is that makes it difficult for us, the barrier between us and between Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then it becomes easier for us to deal with that barrier and to overcome the weight of the sins that we have accumulated. Ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by His most beautiful names and lofty attributes that Allah azza wa forgives our sins and that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala increases our iman, that Allah azza wa removes from us the darkness of sin and the weight and its burden from our hearts. Ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he showers his forgiveness, his mercy and his blessings upon us and upon our families and our communities, and that Allah azza wa removes from us every harm and every illness and every disease. Subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifun. Wassalamun ala mursaleen. Walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org.